Welcome to Getting to Good Enough, a podcast to help you let go of perfectionism so you can do more of what you love. I'm Shannon Wilkinson, a life coach in Portland, Oregon. I'm a recovering perfectionist who's getting better at good enough. And I'm Janine Adams, a certified professional organizer in St. Louis, Missouri, and I'm lucky enough to be naturally good at good enough. And today we are talking about aging. Good. Good. <laughs> yeah. I'm, uh, I don't know why I find this topic funny, but. Uh, uh, <laughs> well, I feel like uh, every day I think about this topic, so <laughs> it seems appropriate to talk about it in, in, in the realm of maybe a perfectionism or how we feel about that natural process that we call aging. That's right. You feeling old today? I am feeling a little bit old today, (laughs) which is um, why I was uh, laughing in the intro because um, we're talking about this and I just got hearing aids. Um, I have to have surgery on my ankle and um, while I was at the store buying supplies for for being an invalid, um, I picked up some um, anti-aging night cream <laughs> for my face because I didn't want to have to explain to my husband which one to get. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, oh, I have appointments next month at a periodontist and a podiatrist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, we should perhaps let people know, since we're talking about aging, how old we are, right? Because there, there is no way people might, or people may not know that we are middle-aged. <laughs> <laughs> well, past middle-aged. <laughs> well, I don't know. I, I have, I'm seriously trying to think of how old I am. You're 53. No, no, 52. I'm 52. Sorry. <laughs> I, I age myself because I know you're five years younger than me. Right. And I have already switched over to 57 in my brain, but I'm really only 56. That explains why I, sort of why I thought you were 53. Actually, it doesn't <laughs> at all. <laughs> no. Well, but, the, yeah. the, the other day, um, my mom, you know, w- who has dementia, she, um, she likes to um, really sort of emphasize that I look younger than I am. And, and the other day she was... So she's always telling people how old I am. Mm. <laughs> but then the other day, she's telling me that she told someone how old I was. And she goes, they couldn't believe you're 54. <laughs> that's because I'm not. <laughs> Don't age me. Oh, that's funny. I wonder if she must just, I guess she takes some pride in the fact that you've aged so well. I, I guess. Yeah. My dad yeah. does things like tell me about somebody that I went to high school with and say that he's in his 40s. I'm like, "Mm, no, dad, I went to high school with him. He's in his 50s. Oh, I always (laughs) forget you're that old. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's, you know, both of us, I think, um, can pass for younger. 
Yes. Um, but certainly there's a difference I've noticed in the, my appearance in my 50s versus my appearance in my 40s. Less of a difference between the 30s and 40s. But now, yeah. wow. Yeah, there there is something that has that has definitely happened to um, the skin on my face. That <laughs> <laughs> yeah. is uh, that uh, has made a, a marked difference in in my appearance. Although I I you know I do pass for younger than what I am. Although you know I've been thinking a lot about it, and and part of it is because of these hearing aids. Um, which I, you know, to be honest, I've been reluctant to get because I feel like they will make me seem older when I'm correcting a congenital hearing loss that was only recently discovered. Right. So your <laughs> your need for hearing aids has nothing to do with aging. No. Yet we all know that unless it's, I suppose, in a very young person, everyone assumes that a hearing aid is related to age-related hearing loss. And in right. fact, it, yeah. And I think there are many, many people who resist getting hearing aids who would so benefit from them because of some stigma that's apparently attached to it yeah well my audiologist was like you're gonna be the poster child for getting hearing aids at a young age there you go (laughs) yeah it was really cute i remember when bill clinton was in office he got hearing aids and i think he was in this no i can't i have no idea how old bill clinton is but he wasn't that old no Um, but i didn't remember that i i I remember that and now of course (laughs) i doubt it but i'm pretty sure it's true um (laughs) And, I'm not uh, doubting you. I just oh, I know you're not, but I started to doubt myself because <laughs> memory is one of those other aging things. But right. um, but yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's weird to feel, that, especially someone like you who's always looked younger than your age. It's got to feel weird to add something to your outfit. Yes. <laughs> you look old. <laughs> but are you are you feeling the benefits of it? You had them a week or so? Is that right? Yeah, weeks? I've had them about a week, mm-hmm. and they're amazing. Oh, good. Yeah, they're okay. um, and they're they're digital and super high tech. So um, it's interesting because of this particular sort of odd, rare hearing loss pattern that I have. Um, it's I can hear normally in the low ranges and normally in the high ranges and it's just in the mid ranges where I have a moderate hearing loss and um, so it doesn't sound like things need to be louder it's just I miss um, particular sounds that fall into this range so you know people just sound like they're mumbling mm-hmm. um, but I you know I've gotten by for 50 some years with this hearing loss that um uh but apparently my my last head injury made it a little bit more difficult and I've definitely noticed um that I was struggling more with my hearing and even in like in the last year or so that I was I caught myself sort of making decisions based on um whether or not I thought I'd be able to hear, like not wanting to do things because I knew it would be difficult for me to hear, like social things. 
and that's aging. I mean, that that's yeah. I mean, that'll age you, right? Because it right. is what older folks have to do. Did mm-hmm. you find yourself guessing what people were saying when you couldn't really hear it in in because you didn't want to ask them to repeat themselves? Um. Oh, yeah. I've spent my whole life guessing, and I didn't mm-hmm. know that that wasn't normal. Oh, oh, interesting. Um, yeah. And so, you know, it's like, I was thinking about this. It's like, ooh, no more Mondegreens and Malaprops for me. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I don't know what a Mondegreen is, I don't think. It's when you mishear song lyrics. Oh, is that right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. My favorite one of that is uh, a friend who thought, um, what's the name of that song? I can't think of it, but it's got, I'm as happy as a, or I'm as helpless as a kitten in a tree. Is, oh, you know, uh-huh. that song? Yeah. yeah. And, and uh, she thought it was, I'm as happy as a chicken on a string. <laughs> <laughs> the, the earliest one I could remember is um, the song from Greece, You're the uh-huh. One That I Want, uh-huh. you know, that they sing at the end. Um, I thought they were saying, uh, you're the Wizard of O's. Oh, and what are they saying? You're the one that oh, I you're, want. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah. Uh, well, so it's a whole new world of not guessing for you this last right. week or so. I'm yeah. looking forward to seeing you in person and um, seeing if I notice any difference. Yeah, Mike said that he notices a difference. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, the first day I got them, we went to a dinner party, which, you know, previously would have been really quite difficult it was sort of a bigger it was like a fundraising dinner party so I think there was probably 20 people there or something so it was quite loud and um, that's usually something where I wouldn't have been able to or it wouldn't have been very easy for me to carry on a conversation and it was totally fine oh I could understand the person across from me I could understand the people at the end of the table um, it was really, and it, but it didn't, it didn't feel different to me other than I n- know that I expected to not be able to understand people. It's a, it's a very weird experience because it doesn't sound like anything is amplified. It doesn't sound like I'm hearing any differently. Um, I just can understand. That's so great because I know what a social person you are. You, you're the like my one friend I can take anywhere and know <laughs> that uh, you'll be comfortable in social situations. And I didn't even know that it was a struggle for you to hear people in, um, you know, in a group. So yeah, you you faked it really well, but I think it'll be a <laughs> well, lot thanks. more enjoyable for you now that you don't have to fake it. That's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. I have to tell you a quick story because this is such the epitome of of sort of what I've experienced over my life because this was about gosh probably 25 years ago now I had this temp job and um I was working in a um like the engineering department of the cable company. And so I was like making copies of blueprints and stuff like that. And Mm -hmm. everyone would go during the day and it would just be me and this other guy. And he said to me, do you have a problem with your hearing? (laughs) And I said, my earrings? (laughs) And he said, no, your hearing. And I said, oh, do you like them? I made them myself. (laughs) (laughs) That's excellent. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That always.
always cracks me up. <laughs> my earrings? I was so proud of myself. <laughs> I made them myself. <laughs> well, um, I notice, I think that my hearing isn't any worse. My vision is certainly worse as I've aged, but also my, I was going to say waistline, but really it's my hip line is bigger than it once was. And that is hard for me to a little bit hard for me to be okay with. I mean, I have to constantly reassure myself this is a normal part of aging when I don't have as much estrogen, blah, 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 and it's okay and I look fine. Yeah. But, um, boy, it's not easy. I Yeah, I get that. I've um, been really concerned since I haven't really been able to exercise for the last six months. Um, about, you know, sort of maintaining my weight. And, you know, mostly I just don't want to grow out of my clothes. Mm-hmm. I, you know, <laughs> I don't want to have to buy new clothes. And um, uh, and my weight has stayed the same, but my body shape has definitely changed because in that six months, like, perimenopause hit with a vengeance. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I never sort of understood when you and other people had told me that their bodies sort of changed. I'm like, what? What do you mean? Right. And I'm like, oh, oh right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And again, for our ages, we I think look, look, our bodies look great, right? I mean, yeah. It's really we've well, known. and also, you know, it doesn't matter what size we are. Our well, bodies exactly. are fine. Right. Especially, I mean, what we want is healthy bodies. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it, it, there's just such a, we're socialized to care so much. Right. Like, right. I mean, Hollywood, these poor actresses who are expected to not age, like it's not okay. You can't keep your job if you age for most of them. So they're doing all sorts of things to make it so they don't age. And then they set these weird expectations up for the rest of us. Right. Yeah. yeah, it's a, it's it's really frustrating and you know, I'm trying to embrace the body positivity movement and you know, sort of beauty at all ages and you know, all of that. But I I've been thinking about it a lot, particularly because of the hearing aid thing and um and a few other reasons and and I've been thinking like why why does it matter? Why does it matter to me that I look younger than I am? Mm-hmm. And and I realized that, like, the biggest concern is that um, I, I won't, um, I will be dismissed. If I'm, if I'm perceived as being older, I, I'll be dismissed. Like, it's yeah. like, I feel like older women aren't... Um, respected like you know it's like there you know there's a there's sort of a tipping point where you become less relevant somehow Mm -hmm. that's all kinds of wrong isn't it and unfortunately i wish i could i wish i could say oh shannon that's just that's a mistaken perception you have that's not that way but sadly i think you're right um it's something that we all face although i think that what being smart and a good conversationalist and so forth is helps us maintain our ability to be 
taken seriously. And, right. Yeah. But yeah. Well, and I and I also feel like it makes it sort of more important to talk about to be open about my age publicly and you know be like this is what 52 looks like on me and um you know this is the it's it just feels like it is something that we that would be useful to talk about more publicly as opposed to you know I, I feel like I have often sort of hid behind the ability to be perceived as younger than I am. Mm-hmm. Um, and that uh, to to not hide my age. Right. Right. You mean say your age. I mean, like, yeah, yeah. Like, right. And our faces are, are allowing us not to hide our age. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah, like we're living, we're, I mean, I, at least speaking for me, I don't wear. Uh, a lot of makeup although I wear some and we're not trying to hide that way but yeah talking about it I agree and and um, you know when you think about how there's a common courtesies or there's a, a thing where you should never ask a woman her age and I've always rejected that I um, I always ask people their age because I'm I'm always interested yeah uh-huh. <laughs> I'm certainly not offended if anybody asks my age and and it's an interesting point to let yeah to be really open about it oh which I am I mean I I think I am anyway with my the people with whom I work and so forth yeah yeah so um you mentioned I think that you're having some surgery I am and, and is that age related um I don't think so, but it just sort of feels like ah, I'm falling apart. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and you, you're getting ankle surgery, so you get to have a knee scooter, right? Uh, yes, I get I, a knee scooter. I'm a little Although, jealous of that. Yeah. It looks. I fun. know everyone keeps asking me, do you get a knee scooter? Do you get a knee scooter? It looks so much um, more fun than crutches. Yeah, well, I'll have crutches too, but I was just talking with Mike today, like, I'm not sure how I'll be able to manage the knee scooter. Maybe what I'll have to do is just leave it in the car because oh. um, I can't get it up and down the stairs because I, I have to be non-weight bearing for six weeks. So, um, so you'll use crutches to get from the car and then up the stairs? Yeah, that just occurred to me. I, cause the other idea I had was to keep it on the side door, which doesn't have... Then it's only three steps, but I can roll it down the grass instead of the steps at the oh, uh-huh. at the sidewalk to get to the car. But I think maybe it makes more sense to use the crutches to get to the car and keep the knee scooter in the car. I assume, are you going to be able to drive? Well, it's my right foot. Uh-huh. And I will be um, medicated for the first few days, definitely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um and then I have to play it by ear. So if I can figure out how to drive with my left foot, which I did, you know, four or five years ago when I um, injured my right knee and um, I drove with my left foot. Um, but I just have to see, you know, I, I'm hoping that before six weeks is up, I can drive myself, but I just don't know. I can't even imagine driving with my left foot. Huh. Yeah. Well, so if you're being driven, 
then presumably the driver will help you with your scooter. Yes. Yeah. Um, huh. Yeah, but I'm already trying to figure out how to get to my post-op appointment um, because trying to get my doctor's schedule to ma- match up with my doctor husband's doctor schedule, schedule right. is like pretty much a nightmare. So, oh. um, when is it? It is uh, next Thursday, oh. a week from today or a week from tomorrow. Because I think I'm going to be there a week from Friday. That is yeah. not enough to help you, is it? No. Uh, no, but you know, I have friends. I can ask. I can, uh, you know, worst case scenario, I can get a lift and right. have them manage my scooter. Right, give them a good tip. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, I was thinking about another age-related thing, which is, at least speaking for myself, that my short-term memory is not what it was, or maybe it's all my memory, not what it was certainly in my youth, and yeah. how. A, that bugs the crap out of me, <laughs> and I beat right. myself up about it, and B, how I've had to try to um, introduce some, I can't rely on my memory anymore, so I have to have other strategies <laughs> getting by in right. life, and how I would imagine that I'm not the only person like that, and how perfectionism might make that if I were a perfectionist, I might make it even harder. I mean, it feels horrible as it is, but if I felt like my brain was, my memory was letting me down, um, uh, not allowing me to do things very well, it would totally suck. Yeah. Well, and, you know, I've been going through this, too, as a result of head injuries, and and I don't, I don't mean this in a mean way, but it, gives me such relief that you're having memory <laughs> issues <laughs> because then I, feel, then I feel like it's it's not just you know it's just natural aging as opposed to oh. like you know I've done such major damage to my brain that um that this is happening and it's all downhill from here like right. it, it's weird it like gives me some sense of relief well I'm glad it's so, so. funny because I thought you were going to say when you said no I don't mean this I don't want to this to sound mean I thought oh you're you're gonna school me you're gonna say yeah your little memory problems are nothing compared to brain injury Janine but no that's not what you said at all (laughs) (laughs) no it's frustrating whatever level you're experiencing it yeah exactly well the two of us then are perfect matches for this podcast (laughs) because when one of us forgets something the other one is totally forgiving of it right we certainly don't uh yeah hold anything against it so yeah, it's. Um, I know I'm writing things down. I mean, I write everything down now. When I before I didn't used to have to. I'm double checking things when I enter it in my calendar. Like, how many times have we entered different things in our in our calendars when it comes to scheduling when we're going to record? Oh, like I know, and I and I think I think that's a um, uh, being in different time zones mm. thing. Yeah, that definitely complicates it because we'll say yeah. I'll say four. And you need to think too, right? Or whatever. Right. Or, you know, or we'll say to my time and you'll put it into your time, (laughs) (laughs) you know, or whatever. Because that is to my time. Yeah. (laughs) Right. (laughs) No, to my time. (laughs) But yeah, but it's definitely like 
sort of working through that stuff and you you have to cut yourself a lot of slack on it and at the same time have strategies to um prevent you know as many mistakes as possible right because we're both in businesses where we people really rely on us for insight and (laughs) remembering things is a big can be really helpful (laughs) (laughs) i know well i um i was talking with a client the other day and she's like do you get tired of me having the same issues over and over again? I said, oh, no, I don't remember. It's fine. It's like a new thing every week. <laughs> right. It's like you never have to worry about telling me a story twice because I don't remember the first time you told it to me. Yeah. Yeah. It, works yeah. Out. it, it makes it's great audiences. <laughs> yeah. And I'm, you know, I'm, I'm mostly, well, I'm partly joking. But, um, yeah, it just, it's, it. It is interesting, like, how down on yourself you can get for something that you don't have a lot of control over. Mm-hmm. And maybe, as I'm saying that, that might be the issue. Like, it feels like we should have control over it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, I mean, that goes with our brain function. It goes for our appearance as well. Yeah. I mean, we can do the best we can to stay in good shape and, you know, stay physically fit so we're healthy. Right. And as we, as you've discovered, that's not as, oh, aging sometimes makes that harder yes. to do. Um, but yeah, it's not in our control and that is bugging me. But you know, when I think about like, my husband is nine years older than me and he mm-hmm. has silver hair and um, I mean, he looks great, but it's not like he's worried. He's just not worried about looking younger than he is. And he, he used to look younger than he is, but it doesn't even... I don't think it crosses his mind. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, I think that's great. And, yeah. Uh, it, but I'm pretty sure if I had silver hair, it would be dyed. I'm pretty <laughs> sure. I don't, I don't have much gray hair, so I don't dye my hair, but I'm definitely not above it. Yeah. Well, I have um, friends who have, you know, dyed and then um, let their silver hair out. And it looks so beautiful to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I'm starting to get more silvers, but because of my hair color, it's just all, all sort of blends in. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, I get highlights and stuff. So it, it's not that apparent, but well, you can, you can look closely in person. My temples are getting pretty light now. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, but it, you know, it's interesting. It's like, I have different um, I have different parameters for myself than I do for other people, right? Which is completely unreasonable mm-hmm. and not, and ridiculous. Not very kind. Yeah. 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 It's like this constant. I mean, I it's a constant. Well, not constant, but it's usually when I'm like after I get out of the shower and, and I'm looking in the mirror and getting putting on makeup or whatever. That's when it hits me that I don't look like I did. 20 years ago, which of course I don't. And also that means I'm doing that pretty often. <laughs> and it's, <laughs> it's not really necessary to beat myself up over that. And right. so I try to, I mean, I, I just always am trying to reassure myself, you know, you, you, it's definitely good enough. How I'm looking is definitely good enough. And, yeah. and I don't need to strive for more. Right. Well, yeah. And, you know, I, th- I think about 
like you know if if i had you know uh, like how i look at my friends and how i look at you know people i don't know and it's like i see the beauty in everybody i don't pick them apart right no one is paying as much attention to my crow's feet as i am i didn't even know you had crow's feet and i'm not kidding (laughs) i'm gonna be looking at them i'm gonna see in a couple days and i will be looking for them Uh, okay well then i won't mention my saggy jowls too okay yeah please don't yeah but you know it's like if if you know, when I don't know if I'm assuming this is what you do based on what you just said, but like when I look at the mirror, I'm looking at specific things. And it's really funny, like I'll, I'll be picking apart whatever thinking about like, Oh, God, I have wrinkles and zits. This is not cool. (laughs) And, um, but I don't look at other people that way. Right. You know, I see them. And like, if they're, I, I just, see them as a person and I'm happy to see them and and I don't you know pick them apart the way I pick apart myself so I think it it would be useful to get rid of that perfectionistic tendency mm-hmm. and to just you know be able to see you know my whole self as a you know I, what oh what I started to say was like I'll look in the mirror and I'll like pick apart all this stuff and then I'll walk away and it's like, I don't even remember what I, like, I don't even remember if I combed my hair or not because I was so busy, like, looking at this minute stuff. Right. Yeah. So uh, my takeaway here is that we should be as kind to ourselves as we are to other people. Absolutely. When it comes to this stuff. Including not just appearance, but brain function and (laughs) hearing function and uh, the ability to read a label on a can. (laughs) I swear they made the type smaller and smaller on everything. (laughs) That's one thing that that, um, hasn't hit me yet, but I'm waiting for it. Oh, yeah, I hope. Maybe you'll be lucky and it, it won't happen. But I'm telling you, the people who need to be thinking about this are the ones who manufacture the labels on shampoo. So you oh. you can't wear your glasses in the shower. Right. And they make shampoo and conditioner that look alike. Right. <laughs> you have to guess which is which. <laughs> oh, yeah. Someone just said on Facebook that she had, like, shampoo, conditioner, and shower gel or something that all were the same manufacturer mm-hmm. and had been, like, using the wrong things for the, you know... <laughs> Because she couldn't read the labels. Right. I was like, you know. Lathering up with conditioner, huh? Right. <laughs> on her body. <laughs> like shampooing with shower gel. And <laughs> right. That's uh, funny. Yeah, it's true. It's really, it's tricky. <laughs> yeah. 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 All right. Well, I, I like that idea of being as kind to ourselves as we are to others. I mean, in, in this realm is, you know, as we talk about in every other realm. Mm-hmm. Yes. I came away with a nugget. It wasn't just like a big rant. (laughs) (laughs) About getting old. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, we we had the we had the potential to do that, but yeah. I mean I feel I'm 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 was sort of resistant to this topic, I have to say, and I'm glad we talked about it because I feel like it is really important to um to be 
a, a model even for being out there and okay with your age. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, if we can help anybody feel better about their age, that that would be a great thing. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. All right. Well, so what about you, our listeners? Um, How are you allowing yourself to age uh, in a a good enough way? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, Please let us know. And you can leave a comment on the show notes for this episode at gettingtogoodenough.com. You can find us on Twitter at GTG Enough, on Instagram and Facebook at Getting to Good Enough, um, or you can call our hotline at 413-424-GTGE, that's 4843. We'd love to hear from you about this topic or anything else that's on your mind. Um, But for now, thank you for listening. This is Shannon Wilkinson in Portland, Oregon. And Janine Adams in St. Louis, Missouri. And we hope that good enough is getting easier for you. I feel better already. (laughs) I was thinking that felt good. It did.